Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast number 185. I'm your host, David Palermo, and this one, talk to Fantasy Smitty, Mike Smith. Uh, as always, follow along on numbillsfan.com, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check Facebook periodically for Facebook Live videos popping up. All right, so on the line we have our fantasy expert, Mike Smith, Fantasy Smitty. And um, so, Mike, real quick, where can we find you on Twitter? And then I'll get into our fantasy league that we are going to do that you are a commissioner that I volunteered you for that you didn't even know about till the other night. Yeah, sounds great. You can find me at Fantasy Smitty. Um, you know, excited for the, the upcoming year. I got 21 best ball leagues in, and uh, apparently I'm doing four standard leagues on top of that. So I've drafted at every position, one through 12. So I'm ready. So I'm ready. In a standard league, does that mean PPR or standard standard, like old school? Well, I meant standard league, like like normal, you know, regular weekly, snake draft. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, just a regular league, you know, uh, best ball versus season long you know like standard would be a season long league i actually wouldn't mind doing a basketball league i'd actually probably be a lot better at that um i don't think so david i don't know man i mean i think i don't let's not forget let's not forget (laughs) who won their first fantasy football championship second year in because you guys are full of shit you guys are all full of shit, fucking blowing linebackers, or not linebackers, running backs. Yeah, linebackers. You guys are full of shit, drafting every fucking running back off the board. I'm like, fuck you. I'll take the Sean Jackson. I'll take this other guy who goes for a lot of yards, this other guy. Hey, oh, and, hey, and that was a year hey, I got, like, Chris hey, Johnson or something. He sucked, and Fred Jackson, like, won yeah, me the, the championship. Sean, take the Sean Jackson this year, buddy. You can have him. Listen, we're talking 10 years ago, dude. It's It got old winning. You know what I mean? I won so young, I don't appreciate it anymore. I don't give a shit. And that was a well, standard never, league in Sean's you league. Never, you never repeated, so. I don't give a shit that much. I got a life. <laughs> I realized, okay, I got shit to do. Like, <laughs> So, anyways, um, on the real, though, um, so Mike's going to have a regular deal, like a fantasy show, minimum once a week, as much as you would like. You know, really, we've talked about it back and forth. Um, my kitchen's done now, so I got a lot of time. I'm back, baby. But you almost got a, you got a green screen in there, too. Yeah, so dude, it is a freaking green screen things. for real. You um, can do some things with that, you know? Yeah, so thanks for coming over, by the way, to uh, my wedding party thing. So, um, so drunk, drunk Dean doesn't know, but I was going to invite him to the draft to be in the Numbills Fan Fantasy League. Um, and I was going to leave it up to Mike and I for the rules. Um, Mike, I would like to have like kind of like the final say in the rules. So I've never been able to kind of do that. But like, I'm sure you would talk me into something that makes sense. It's just I want to have it be fun. I want it to have bonuses and there will definitely be giveaways. Oh, there, there's there's all sorts of fun bonuses that we can uh, throw in there if you want to you want to make it real, you know. Yeah, you know, like electric. Yeah, and, and I think it would be great, honestly, to develop storylines over the years because, as you can tell, we're still talking shit about drafts we did ten years ago, just about. Uh, actually, and, you, you know, are still talking shit about a draft 
10 years ago. Well, I mean, but, dude, I mean, when you're a champion, you're a champion, bro. You know what I'm saying? Trent Dilfer, I don't give a fuck. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll win this fucking league. I don't know if Rodney Schuler wants to be in it. I want him in well, there. You know, um, we can, uh, if there's any, any, Jeff Knight said he would be, do it. I, I already talked know, to Jesse Geotherm, so he's going to have no choice. Um, we'll get some people in, and then if there's any of the listeners that want to join, maybe we can leave a spot for one of them. You know? Yeah, tweet us along, hit us up, make a sales pitch. You want to make it, I'll tell you what, if you want to make a video, why you should do it, send it along. I'll judge you really hard. <laughs> Hey, I was listening to uh, another fantasy show, and uh, a guy got a tattoo, a logo, you know, tattooed to his uh, arm. So, you know, I, that gets you in. That yeah, guy, I that mean, that, that's, like a, that's a lifer until you do something really <laughs> criminal that I don't, you know, that's not cool, you know. All right. So, um, so, all right. So, real quick. Personally, excuses are like assholes, and I have a ton for why I haven't made content this year. But on the real, took a few steps back to set up to make a lot of content on the regular and um, have a few people lined up to make podcasts with us. Um, so pretty stoked on the season. And a little callback, Mike was nice enough in during the draft process to have a great podcast that you could still listen to now that I think holds up. Um the six quarterbacks and Josh Allen was like on the list of like, yeah, the bills not, better not fucking get them. No fucking way. No, 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 no list. But I did say that you can package up this bullshit for me to eat it anyway. But that was before I thought they're going to give up like five starters for him. So you're not giving up uh, pretty much, the best draft I can remember going into the draft as far as picks and high rounds of, like, really turn around your team. I don't remember when the Bills have been this loaded, which people seem to forget. And you give all that up for this kid. You think he's not starting? So my point is, Mike, is I wanted to have you piggyback on this thought, is I was telling you the other day, I've been talking with it with Jeff Knight and a few people, they are going to bullshit their way to get Josh Allen to start. And I said it right off the bat, Josh Allen will be the starter. Like, no doubt about it. And then when you hear that, you know, Peterman looked great. But if you want to be fair about it, okay, you know how the Bills can package it? You know what? It was great to have Peterman start because then, you know, A.J. McCarron could start start talking with Josh Allen, right? And then what's going to happen? Peterman and McCarron are kind of similar, right? And, and Peterman looked really good. Honestly, he did. And then you got Josh Allen, right? Comparable. Fine. Hey, he's a gamer. Oh, okay. And and he showed his arm off. You know, really, it was cool. Uh, Calvin Benjamin. It's a side note. That was good from good day from him. You know. But my point is, is Josh Allen. I think it's really easy to make the case that I've been making, which is game three of this stupid preseason shit. He starts because to, this game Friday against the Browns, he's probably going to be with the twos with McCarron or Peterman, whoever doesn't. Do the Kevin Cobb slip on a mat thing, which you didn't hear that Peterman and McCarron got slightly banged up at practice the other day. It's like, are you kidding me? The EJ Manuel situation over and over again. And and it's like, Josh Allen, really? He's going to be comparable to McCarron? And then the media and the fans are going to be like, hey, why not? Just give him the kid. Just why not? What do we got to lose? And it's like, did you forget EJ Manuel? 
Did you forget all these other guys that you just whine out about? And Buffalo fans seem to have like the worst memory when it comes to well, quarterbacks, dude. It wasn't a, with the EJ Manuel situation. Remember, it wasn't a why not. It was we have to. I mean, they did pick up Cobb, and they had planned on Cobb being the starter for the year. It's just Cobb got hit, and he got thrown into the fire. Um, I think this situation is different, um, and as much as they invested into people, I, I do want to reiterate, they didn't invest that much. Um, I mean, you can, in relative terms, compare what they invested in their first-round pick to other teams, um, and it's not a lot. And if Peterman does well, they're not going to just yank him out of there. And as of right now, I think he is the front runner for the starting job. Um, I went to the last two Sunday camps and Peterman and McCarron the previous Sunday before the first uh, preseason game, it was relative split. Well, after that preseason game, this Sunday was clear. Peterman was taking the majority of the snaps with the one. They were throwing in um, Allen, Josh Allen, at times. But um, it was pretty much Peterman's show. Um, McCarron did twist an ankle. He got upset about that. Um, But he's looking frustrated. Um, Peterman on Sunday threw an incredible deep ball. Um, I can't remember who he hit right off the hand, um, but it was, it was in stride. Um, so the thing with Peterman and what we're going to see going forward, Peterman is better in that mid range zone than Josh Allen. Now, granted, there's clearly passes Josh Allen can throw that not many people in the league period can throw but that doesn't make you an NFL starter. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's a bust like Paxton Lynch, but if you look at that situation they got going on in Denver. That is a horrible situation, by the way, and not for nothing, dude. You could have seriously packaged up trading for Nick Foles, our first-round pick, or trading for, like, not even trading, but drafting Chad Kelly last year and talking me into it than this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Because I think Chad Kelly has a better resume – than Josh Allen, like for he's real, gonna be, he's going to be the number two guy there. Um, I'm sure they want. I think Denver at this point just wants Paxton Lynch to show something to the point where another team says, "Hey, we'll give you, you know, a fifth round or a seventh round." They they'll take anything. How the hell do you fuck that up, books. dude? How do you fuck that up? Taking Paxton Lynch? Oh, we're gonna let him sit, and it's like. You know, like, what is it? Because Jared Goff was left for dead in L.A. because he sucked. You know what I mean? And then it's like coaching, dude. It's all about coaching every time. coaching, but at the same time, you can't make – you can make – Dude, there are – by the way, there there are those duds, though. We have heard from former general managers and scouts who are like, you know, man, we scouted this guy, and he just shows up, and we're like, what the fuck? Jerry Jones wanted Paxton Lynch. You know, he said he he wishes they would have made the move, you know, to get Paxton Lynch. Right. You know, I I think they're happy with their decision. But um, going back to the Bills quarterback, I think it's clear right now that Peterman is going to be the guy – 
And I don't see at what point in the season they would make that switch from Peterman to Allen. Um, if Peterman does win the job, I'm I'm saying it as if he already has, but mm, uh, I don't, I'm not seeing the situation here. I don't trust he, Peterman in the red zone, to be dead honest. I, I trust Peterman between the 20s. Um, there was I mean, a drive where he drove, I believe, from the 15, okay, all the way down to the 30? Was that it? Or it might have been the 30 all the way down to the 15, something like that. And he threw a pick, and I watched a play, and granted, it, it, it's, it's a hard angle, okay, it's from behind where the ball is coming towards me. And if you watch the pick from the linebacker number 51, the ball shouldn't have been thrown. Do you know what I mean? It just should not have been thrown. And well, I don't think his decision – I don't yeah. think he's the smartest, honestly. I think he forces too many things. Now, Dad said he's been hitting Calvin Benjamin. He's got a serious connection. And all this Kroom talk – I remember actually on a side note with this tight end Kroom, talking with him when – some when uh, they gave me a pass to the training camp thing, and I remember talking with him on the way to the locker room after practice, and uh, talking with him about how him and Nathan Peterman had a good connection, you know. And then Kroom, I believe, got injured. So, um, you know, th- th- you can't evaluate like what these Bills players on offense did last year is way different. But I will say, like, everybody's all on this tight end talk on a side note about tight ends, Mike. Not to Sunday there, but, like, I don't think Nick O'Leary is going to get past on the depth chart because Nick O'Leary is, I believe, a better blocker than Logan Thomas and Kroom because Kroom is a converted wide receiver, you know. So, and, and honestly, Logan Thomas, I think, is more of a liability, you know, in, in situations. Like, I'd rather have a better receiver. That said, I think that Dable might be smart enough to look at the cornerbacks in their division and their matchups, their, their mismatches, they say he's a mismatch guy. The offense sounded like a, a fresher breath air to everybody. Um, Chris Brown called this offense as creative as since he's seen Chan Gailey. And if you know me, how hard I blow Chan Gailey, I fucking love me Chan Gailey. You know I love Chan Gailey. I think he was the last bright mind on offense for the Bills, for sure. Well, so well, I'm fucking stoked to hear about today. Short passes for all the quarterbacks, I believe. Especially That's Josh what, Allen screens. Let's go. You're you're gonna get a lot more production out of the offense just for the fact that they're gonna be calling better plays. I mean, the last thing you ever want is to sit in your living room and be able to call out the next play. Because if you can sit in your living room and call out the next play, the guy on the other side and everybody on the field can do it too. You have to be unpredictable. You have to make it so they don't know what you're doing because if they know what you're doing, it's a lot easier to stop than if they don't know what you're doing. So I think the play calling is going to help improve the offense tremendously regardless of who is under center. Well, Um, and and not for nothing, Mike, not to cut you off, but to piggyback on your point and actually amplify it here. So the term I'm going to use more, amplify it. Rick Dennison did nothing to help the players in offense. He did nothing to help the players in offense. The fact that he came in and ran a zone blocking scheme right off the bat, I've hammered on it over and over, and Ruben Brown brought up that point right off the bat. And he called the offensive line being out of whack. Incognito piggybacked on it later in the season, said they fix it after getting together week five. And not for nothing – Tolbert got shit on a lot when he didn't deserve to be because 
he was left out to dry, man. He was just, it, it was just like so-and-so's turn to be in there. And it's like no attention to mismatches at all. No trust in Tyrod or, or anybody to make different calls at the line. And Tolbert got a bad rap because he's getting a rock on a play where like it, it's third and long and then they're giving it to him. And it's like, well, what's Shady doing right now? Like, are you serious? Uh, you know, it, it's, he should never have been exposed like that. Does that make sense? I felt like they really set up these guys to fail a lot. They were at times you got to look at in third long situation. They're just out there. They're saying, look, we're going to do the safe thing. We're going to run it here. We're going to play field position. We're going to put our defense. We trust our defense to go out there and make plays and put them back out on the field. And that's the type of ball that they played. Um, So it's boring, but the reason why Shady wasn't out there, they're like, we we can't just have him out there when we're just going to run it. He's probably not going to pick up the first down, you know. You know, you know what would have been great? You got to limit his touches. You know what would have been really great? Is having maybe one of two damn targets that Tyrod Taylor could, could throw to, whether it was Marquise Goodwin resigning him for a whopping five mil a year if he would have resigned with Buffalo. And having that safety respect it and open up the field for McCoy, and then you have that dual threat quarterback, you know what I mean? I know it's revisionist history, but it was just awful coaching. And that's why it's like with this Josh Allen thing to round it back around, Michael, it's like when you draft a quarterback, especially, I want him to be in the best situation possible. And the fact that there is no veteran quarterback that has even a thousand yards passing is ridiculous. Oh, well, he's coached by Carson Palmer's brother. Oh, cool, dude. Well, Jordan Palmer has 62 career fucking yards. Okay. How many live defenses has he seen? I understand he's a better quarterbacks coach than what you can get. And I'm glad he's working with him because Jordan Palmer sounds, he has me sold. I'm glad. Okay. Josh Allen, honestly, has made so many strides, dude, compared to what the scouting report is on the kid. At the same time, you know what? Throw them in the shittiest situations. That's how it was at Wyoming, right? Well, fucking make the right decisions. That's what we're looking for in preseason. Are, are you making the right decision? That's all I give a shit about. And and you know what? You got guys saying that he's making these throws that are in the right spot that he really has to think about. And, and that's like some next-level throws. At the same time, you know, he's getting a bad rep because he's making an overthrow. Meanwhile, the the receiver there, Foster, I, I guess he got he gave up on his route. You know, so well, there, there's I, there's two ways to tango when it, he, it looks to quarterbacks. Did, was, what's that? He didn't necessarily give up on his route. I mean, I've heard that in the national media, you know, but at the end of the day, you don't you have to build that chemistry and you have to know where your quarterback can put it. Like he hasn't been flying down the field at game speed, um, catching bombs like that. And if you, you know, a lot of the times, especially on a deep ball like that, like Peterman, I was talking about his pass the other day in camp. It was probably 55 yards in air on in stride, hit he hit um hit the player in stride, but that's probably his limit. He's not going to go much further with airtime on that ball, um and hit anybody in stride. I mean, granted, 
Josh Allen can probably throw significantly further than that. But to make that connection that far downfield, I mean, timing, and you have to adjust your speed. Like, he probably could have ran full speed longer and maybe not look back as much because he was looking back for a good 20 yards. And you can't run forwards looking back. You know, you have to put your head down and you have to run. And then at that last you know, five, 10 yards where you think it's going to be, you have to turn your head and spot the ball and catch it. Like even a great wide receiver would have had trouble, you know, tracking that down. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm also not saying, you know, just any other person. Well, Mike, you're making my point for me here, bud, which is like, stop wasting time with Nathan Peterman. You're not cutting AJ McCarron. He is a $4 million dead cap. You are not cutting AJ McCarron. so your 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 philosophy is just throw them in there. No, wow. no, 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 no. That's not it at all. Is what's amazing to me is when you go to camp, right, and you see how short the practices are. And since the CBA changeover, you and I have been friends actually since a year before the CBA change. You know, we called it together. Like the, the quality of football is going to go downhill, and players are going to not get dumber. It's just they're not going to be as sharp. And that's what's happened. And early on, on the real though, Mike, it's not the best quality football that we've seen. It's early on. It sharpens up as the season goes on, though. I mean, that's why the the teams that just catch on faster and crisp up sooner are the teams that are better. Here's 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 my point, though, is how many times a year or even in camp. In a live situation, does Josh Allen even get to practice that? That's why I'm saying, like, seriously, like, gets, like, gets, dude, it's just a waste. It's yo, practice. it's a waste. No, dude, he could have more if Peterman wasn't on the team. Like, dead serious, it's a waste of time to well, have this stupid quarterback competition. It's just dumb because you want to mm-hmm. develop Josh Allen as fast as possible with a shortened CV with like shortened workload. You can't. But you don't have these quarterbacks where you have all the time like you used to, man. It's just not cool. It's not. They have all the time. Like practice isn't the only time they're developing these quarterbacks. Those dude. How late. many They'll live situations are there? How many live practice, even seven and sevens, can you do? Do you follow what I'm saying, dude? Like those reps could be better used for Josh Allen. You invested all this no. money into him. Or not money, even but if, all these picks. Even if you Equity, doubled, I should say. Even if you doubled, it's not going to it's not gonna simulate what it's like when the defense is rushing and you have two fifty to three hundred plus pound players breathing down your neck and about to take you down. No okay, matter so what, how many live how many live eleven that. how many live eleven on eleven reps? You think there are total then? Let's just say that. In in, in camp. All of practice. All of camp. And all, all of camp. Have, how how I many? Have, I have no idea, Dave. It's, I, mean, I would it's have no clue. Amount. I would have no clue. But if it was fifteen a day it's more and you're than that. and you're telling me I'm just saying, if it was okay, say it's thirty, okay? And we have mm. a quarterback that we just invested all this shit into. I'm telling you right now, why wouldn't you give that third quarterback maybe five reps and split or give the guy that is your highest investment, say 20 reps 
You know what I mean? And the other guy, five. Or give Josh Allen 15 reps, McCarron 10 reps, but you and then Peterman, five, dude. It's like, seriously, dumb, man. Like, Okay, so give him the live defense. Like, that's what you, I want to see. Develop the kid. You can't do that, Dave. I mean, your philosophy, you're saying just because we invested, we have to. There's a limited time. That's what I'm saying. There's a limited time. There's not a limited time. Because here's the thing, and it's like I told you before. There's nothing that says Josh Allen will ever play in the NFL. Literally nothing. Okay? So he was drafted in the first round. I can go down a list. I can create an all-star, super-touted athlete list. Just go through, a, go through a few of them. I would love to hear it. We just talked about one. Paxton Lynch. Okay? Uh Christian Ponder. These are people that are drafted around the same position. Um, I mean, uh, who else was drafted up there? I mean, we yeah, you're right. Go- that was that was late, 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 late twenties. Both of those guys. So, yeah, and, and I don't know, man. Like, I mean, freaking Jeff George. Talk about highly touted. Talk about super arm, Jeff George. I mean, he could be the next Jeff George. Now, granted, Jeff George had his time um, starting and got his opportunity, but the end took of the day, him, took Je- him a decade, but he did it. But Jeff George wasn't good enough to be an NFL quarterback. Okay, that's the thing. You don't just throw somebody in there because you invested uh, a pick on them or you invested a lot of money on them. Hopefully, you're not investing a lot of money on somebody that can't play. Uh, oh, well, there's another one, Jamarcus Russell. Matt Liner, do we need opt that were drafted in the first ten picks? Because we can go on. Mike, let me tell you something, dude. There were. Are you still with me? See, my take was so hot, we lost him. All right. Where are we picking back up? All right. Well, I just press record again because it, it beeped out. So I'm just leaving it and I'm not editing it out because I don't care. So anyways, you mentioned Jamarcus Russell. So I was going to hit you with this. All right. And I know you have a great point, but the thing I don't like about bands and this process of, of a quarterback at Mike, and, and you know, I'm like this. You can attest to this. It's like, once you show me that the guy is the guy and you get me on the team to back this guy, and I finally fucking do, and then you're three, first few games, these people are like, oh, this guy sucks now. He just sucks, sucks, sucks. It's like, yo, you guys finally, we finally get here where I'm looking into this guy, you know, friends alike. Not saying you do, but like. All right, we're buying into so-and-so. If he had a better defense, it'd be easier. If he had some weapons around him, it would be better, you know? And it's like, when I buy into Josh Allen, I want him to be successful. But what I don't like is, don't assume that they're even going to have... I hate when people are like, you know what the Bills need? They don't have a big time. Go up and get a receiver. Well, is it even? Is that play even going to be called for the Bills to do? Like That's like the stupid-ass draft talk I hate. Oh, they just need to go up and get a guy. Well, the play has to be called. Those routes have to be called. And it's not going to always happen that the quarterback is even going to look for that guy because that might not be his first, second, or even third read. You know, like, it, it's I, – I just hate that shit. 
and it's just generic. And when all I hear about is Josh Allen's arm, Josh Allen's arm, oh, it's great arm. Cool. Can he make the right decision? Oh, his Wonderlook store is, is huge. Okay, cool. That's that's great. And, and I think Josh Allen has the skin to handle this. I like where he's come from. He's got a great attitude. I like that he has humility and picks on himself. Like, because I'm the same way, dude. Like, I'm nothing. You know, and Josh Allen will, like, yeah, rip on himself. Know, you know, like, he's he's funny about that. It's it's awesome. Like, I love that. He has a great attitude. But when the reps are limited, I want him to develop. And I feel like in Buffalo especially, he's under such a tight microscope that the, the people here, they don't give these guys a fair chance, and, and they just blame everything on the quarterback when shit goes downhill. And not for nothing, Jared well, Goff's well, offensive line coach – and, you know, on the Rams is Aaron Cromer from the Bills. And that dude was in the building, and the Bills' offensive line sucked okay. in the beginning of the year, but dude. But they can't do what you're saying because that goes against his coaching philosophy, okay? His coaching philosophy is pretty simple. You work hard, and you earn your spot. doesn't matter who you are. You earn your time. If they drafted somebody and just threw him in and said he was going to be the guy, Now those people that are in that locker room, especially the people that are trying to get into that spot or the people that are already in those spots that, you know, they already fought for their spot. They fought for their position. They're like, this guy just comes in and he didn't earn it. I don't know, man. I think the players will get it. If I'm Kyle Williams on the team and you gave up this many damn picks, he better be that good to start. You gave up up starters that can help this team, man. They're pros. They're pros that don't cut it for me. You talk me out of retirement and you're giving away like four picks on a freaking quarterback and a starting left tackle. You know what I mean? Like, get out. I don't know, man. It's crazy. They, okay, they, you said it yourself. You don't even think he can hit a broadside of a barn back when they grab, you know, when they grab him. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm not kidding. I, I, I think has, I said he overthrows receivers, and he's got a very strong arm. And but what I noticed time in and time out when I watched the games that he would have open receivers, and he would just air it, and he touch and intermediate and short passes, and he was throwing it over their heads. Um, I mean, can he change that? Sure. Um, I just haven't seen it, so I'm not invest. You know, honestly, I thought I thought with his short passes, he did he did fine from what I saw at camp, dude. I did not think he was uh, bad. I think the fact that Peterman is getting these reps, obviously, seen something from year one to year two to say, hey, something is here. He is improved and. You know, we really have to think about giving him a shot. You don't just get a shot at a starting quarterback position when they brought in. You got to look at the situation. If Peterman starts, that means he's clearly better than the other two. For the fact, there's that only he, one guy who can make this decision, and and I, and he can maybe sell me on it. And I think I'll be giving him way too much credit because he worked with the greatest ever, and that's Brian Dable because. The guy that they trotted on the field, the quarterbacks coach David Colley and Sean McDermott, okay, and, and, and Rick Dennison, Nathan Peterman was clearly unprepared. Nathan Peterman shit on himself. If you're, if there was any way to kill a fucking player's confidence, it's what they did in San Diego. 
Okay. Well, for that, for no, dude. Hey, what I'm trying to tell you is, for, so, for, so how can I, how can I trust them? How can I trust them that? Oh, oh, they got to figure it out. Who they develop in Carolina? Cam Newton. Come redemption. on, man. He came out of the box. Dude. Redemption. Redemption is sitting there at game two. Oh my God! Stop, dude. I was raving about Peterman a year ago in camp. He's good. I like Peterman, but I'm telling you, he still throws to the wrong team in key situations, even at camp, dude. It happens. He had a great game, though, and the interception really is getting a bad I mean, rap for it. The, the, what you're on is you're on a national level of overreacting to a poor year or poor performance from a quarterback in their first year. Okay? Poor? That's it doesn't get on. worse, Mike. Okay? He ended the playoffs with a pick. Let's get, let's get fucking real. He wasn't ready last year. Yeah, he should he, not have been on the fucking team. He wasn't there isn't ready, a be- yo, there is not a better yo, there is no better quarterback in the NFL that has more experience that you could have paired up with damn Josh Allen. Maybe a guy who who's like throwing for maybe thirty five hundred yards. You don't even have that guy that you can bring in. But no, he's gonna learn from fifth round shit on himself, Peterman. Like that's the fucking national perspective. Can you fucking blame him? Five dude. picks, dude. Five picks. And then you watch this this and camp. You watch this fault, camp right? drive. Where... Those, every single one of those picks were his fault. He he not only threw the ball directly to himself, but didn't he, he didn't he kill Calvin Benjamin for the year? Yeah, he did. Okay, who let him in his shit? You're overreacting again. I'm not overreacting. I'm just saying the reps are a, the, the reps are a waste of fucking time. They need to go to Josh no. Allen. Sorry. But, I want to see my quarterback ever, that I'm buying into. Huh? Did you ever play football? Nope. No need to. I haven't hit my head that much. Okay. Because I, I think you may have hit your head quite a few times. But uh, If you want to go with the low, have you played football bullshit, I don't need to know about <laughs> playing football. I'll tell you about fucking reps. You want to talk about reps? Okay, Dave, you have X amount of time to have practices. If you can't get this many reps, okay, what made Greg Roman kind of cool is they had two sets of offense and defense at the same time because it's all about time, and they got the most reps out of it. It's just not efficient, man. Adrian McCurran's already proven it, dude. That he can hold it down. All right. He can hold it down. Let's just keep Adrian McCarron and give a little bit more reps to Josh Allen. Like, dead serious. It, it, Peterman's a great story. He's just on the wrong team, man. Like, I'm rooting for Peterman. I hope he does well. That said, the guy that we said to buy into, Josh Allen, I want to get the process rolling and I would prefer a more veteran quarterback on the team to help him or so just roll with, roll with Adrian McCarron. So, your philosophy right there is give McCarron. Give Josh Allen these reps. And Peterman failed. Let's move on. Got it. But now you're going to do the exact same thing because you just said Peterman wasn't prepared and he was thrown out there and that damaged his confidence. So now you want them to do that to Josh Allen. Also, you got to understand, you're not going to waste these reps in practice because the quarterback's not the only person preparing for an NFL season. There's a ton of other players 90 guys in camp, and they're all learning a new offense. They're all learning to play and function with one another. You can't just give a guy these reps. 
if he's behind, you're also going to slow the development of your wide receivers. You're going to slow the development of your offense. If he's not going to be the starter, he's not going to get those reps. You have to earn those reps, Dave. You have to earn it, and when he does, he'll get them. If he doesn't, he will not get them. He will continue getting the reps. I don't think he's going to – I don't know. I think they're going to push him. He's going to start in game three. I really no. do. I'm just saying, Look like, this, dude, 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 this, Nate Peterman was a fifth. Nate Peterman was a fifth round pick, dude. Tom Brady was a seventh. Yeah, it's six. So it, it's, it doesn't matter. Don't give me that Tom Brady crap, dude. It's so rare. You know that. It's not even worth talking about that. Like, seriously. What I'm saying Tom, is. You know why Tom Brady was good is because he it didn't have, to, he didn't have to shit on himself. He had a good defense, and he executed all his ass of him. You know, there's there's undrafted free agents that make it in the league, okay? Um, it's not uncommon. It doesn't matter where you're drafted. It matters what you do in the league. There's people that are drafted number one, the number one position to flop in the NFL. It's the number one pick overall, okay? That's most likely to have the biggest flop because, for one, you're supposed to be great. Then, so then dude, not, then, then still, look, and Josh Allen is game. executing. He's not, no. starting, he's not starting game three in Minnesota, okay? He's not starting if if Josh Allen gets bumped up to the starting roster this year. It's not going to be until week nine at, at home against Chicago. That is garbage. He is starting week one. I think he's starting Dude, week one. Understand, the first eight games, the Bills are home three times, okay? So they have five away games, okay? They're not going to start them week one. We can pretty much see that. They're definitely not going to be like, oh, Peterman did so well at L.A. We're going to play L.A. I don't know why you're so confident, dude. Why are you so confident, man? They wheeled out Nathan Peterman when they had a 5-4 and record, dude. Like, they have shown me nothing that they know I, I how to evaluate a fucking quarterback, I didn't dude. Sorry. Think they should have done that last year, okay? I didn't think he should have been in, and I thought Tyrod Taylor should have stayed in, and there's a good chance they would have performed better against uh, L.A. last year. I think that, I think they were so full of shit, and they got so lucky last season, and that's I it. Think, I think that the offensive coordinator at the time wanted – he his offense was geared around someone who was supposed to stay in the pocket and make the reads. And unfortunately, you can't take Tyrod Taylor and Cam Newton and say, sit your ass in the pocket. This is what we're going to do. They're not that kind of quarterback. OK, you have to tailor an offense around your quarterback. OK, if the Bills ran the same thing as Carolina ran last year and what Cam Newton run, Tyrod Taylor would have performed a lot better in his time with Buffalo. The problem is Dennison didn't want that quarterback and he came in after the fact. That was not his guy. He wanted to to create a guy of his own. If Peterman wasn't ready last year, that's fine. It was his first year and most rookie quarterbacks are not ready their first year and you can run down a list of Hall of Famers that were awful their first year. Okay? But they learned something. And it's not what you did last year. It's what you did now. And if you take Goff, look at him. He was god-awful. Everyone was thinking. We Why was to- he god-awful, dude? Because his offensive line sucked. 
And then they hired a Bills offensive line Whoa, coach, no. Aaron Cromer, it's, and they're awesome. Yeah, dude. Coach th- th- what do you mean? Yeah, their offensive line coach sucked too because Jared Goff did Jeff not Fisher. do shit and Todd Gurley did not do shit either. Josh Fisher. So, yeah, okay, okay, exactly. Coaching, man, that's my whole point. So I don't trust that these coaches do know, man. Peterman you- was not even close, Mike, to being ready, dude. How dare them? You know, like it, well, it, that's it's, the thing. You don't see what they see in practice, and like I said, yeah. But Bean also emulate. came out saying that they were pretty much moving on from Tyra Taylor, anyways. You know, so but you can't emulate before what, before what they the were season seeing in practice. They it's not like they were just like, hey, you know, we're moving on from this guy. Let's see what this. No, they saw something in practice in Peterman, and they said this kid can do it, but. Like I told you, you cannot emulate game situation where they're you, when you're in practice and you got that red jersey on. It's nothing like the real deal. And the other guys. So why why waste those precious reps and not give them to a guy they're who could waiting. use them? I just went over that. You can't just give them to the other guy because he's not ready. And you're gonna make your team worse if you're giving somebody who is not ready Dude, to take those reps. That means the receivers are going to be behind. The whole offense is going to be behind because you're trying to, what, baby a quarterback? No, you don't baby a quarterback. You can't just give him the reps if he doesn't earn it. Everybody is trying to win football games, and you're not going to put the third best player in just because you think he's going to develop faster if he has more time at it. Okay, you're not going to do that. It doesn't make any sense. Because what are you going to do? Just slow your whole offensive production down because the guy you drafted at the seventh pick? No, you're not. I'm just saying, dude, A.J. McCarron can do all that, and it should still be tailored more towards. If A.J. McCarron can do that, can can we do at least a Kevin Cobb, E.J. Manuel, Jeff Tool metric? That's one I could agree with. Okay, so here's the deal. I think the Bills are setting up game one with Josh Allen was like T-ball. Game two might be T-shirt league. Game three that he starts, guarantee it, because he's going to look just as good as McCarron. The media and the fans are going to go, you know what, let's start him. And then you're going to start in game three. He's going to see a live defense, and he's going to do fine. He's going to hold up. up Because, listen, dude, Josh Allen sucks because his offensive line sucked, right? Matter of fact, we're, we're carnivores. Let's do lunch at Texas Day Brazil on that. It's 25 bucks. I'm what? Delicious. I'm not paying for that. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to put, you don't want to push your words to, to, to lunch. Cause I'm pretty confident Josh Allen will not be playing on the road at Minnesota game three. He will not be starting that game. Josh Allen will be starting game three. Put lunch on it. Make it a garbage play. You choose. Look, I'll it's gladly what... put lunch on it. But you better All not right. bail on me, man. I'm not bad. Hey, hey, I'm going to be there to eat, Dave. I'm All right, so what bad. do you want to do? I'm going to a free meal. <laughs> <laughs> how would hey. you title this podcast, Mike? What's the title going to be? Dave loses his shit again. Okay. And uh, <laughs> Peterman's going to be the starter. So. Okay. Whatever you think works, but uh, we're 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 good. Like I said, I was at the practice. I the the national media is going to be surprised because I don't think the Bills are going to be 
they're not going to live up to their expectations. So, dude, uh, I, that that's the thing, man. Is like, I just want to get back to the playoffs, man. And and, and I just in, in my heart, dude. You know, Bills, I, I like Josh Allen, and, and a Bills lot of people have, are talking Brett Favre arm in, in comparison. I love that about Brett Favre. You know, like he, he Brett just, Favre threw a shit ton of interceptions, mm-hmm. and he understand in today's football, Brett Favre is not a good quarterback. Just know that. Okay, there's Hall of Famers who have thrown more interceptions than touchdowns. They're not good quarterbacks in today's NFL. They're not someone that you're going to keep on your roster for 10 years, okay? No bet. Okay, the game's changed. You're not out there gunslinging. Yeah, yeah right, around, dude. I think I picks. think I think sometimes these guys are um I don't know, man. Like If you're not throwing picks, you're fine. But if dude, you're turning the ball over, if you're 50-50, you're throwing 20 picks a year, yeah, you're not you're not. What, uh, what I want to know. What I want to know is what makes fans think that we're not going to get that fifty-fifty quarterback with Josh Allen and, and and even Nathan Peterman. I mean, really, dude, you could have. I, I was joking earlier, but you could have sold me on Chad Kelly easier than freaking. I know people think that's crazy, but if you look at the resume as far as competition he played, you I, know what I mean, thought they should have drafted Chad Kelly. Like, I, I mean, would've... dude, he was the last pick of the draft. Like, that's fucking garbage, man. I like, mean. This, this like you couldn't use quarterbacks, that, dude. Like, do they even understand what equity is? And then they, you know, they. Well, we're gonna see, Dave. We're gonna see. All right, so, Mike, where can we find you? At Fantasy Smitty on Twitter. Okay, and um, we'll call this one. Uh, Dave loses his shit again. Peterman will be the starter, and I'll quote that and put Mike Smith. So. A, a long title yeah pretty much um <laughs> okay so as always uh hey, num- hey, what? and remember let's not you know we have a nice recording and we have all of our wonderful listeners uh where am i gonna get where am i coming to collect my garbage plate where are we gonna have that because you know uh right around uh week four you know end of uh, september i'll I'm tell you what there. even when i win this bet i'll let you pick for where you want oh, okay. to go, okay? okay. All right. Because well, Josh Allen will start game three. Barring injury, and we didn't even put that Oh, in, now there's some... I, no, look, if dude. He starts, if he look, man, I didn't three, know there was all this bullshit provisions here. There's no provision. I'm saying barring injury, he's not starting game three. You want to sign the fucking prenup too before we do this fantasy league? Hey, hey, Dave, that's the only thing you got. So you better hope for some goddamn injuries. You don't want these quarterbacks. Guys, consider your source somebody who drafted Ryan Fitzpatrick as their quarterback and slept on him in a fantasy draft. In a 16-team draft, he went with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And nothing wrong with that. Kid puts up numbers. He runs. Okay. Quarterbacks that run. And quarterbacks that throw touchdowns are more than equitable. And for the record, look it up. He finished in the top 16 at quarterback position in games he played that year. So, And what year was that, Mike? What year, Mike? What year, Mike? Uh, What is that? Five years ago? Six years ago? I don't think you're right, dude. Your team was horrible. And and if I'm not mistaken, you, like, dropped him. I had multiple injuries at the beginning of my draft. And when you're in a 16-team league, 
the last thing you want. Oh, like David Johnson going down like in a 16 team lead for me. Holy fucking shit. Like that is like the worst thing to have. Oh, David Johnson or this awesome fucking. Hey, Dave, I do want to just let you know. I did tell you not to. Oh, shut up, dude. No, no. Just throwing it on the record. Okay. Have a good one. Fantasy Smitty out. Okay. Goodbye.